0: So let me quickly talk about activate your world. So we're going to be uh, going uh, in Acts chapter 13 uh, and Acts chapter 14 today. You see, you know, you you cannot go through the book of Acts or go through the activated message without emphasizing the fact that we're not only called to get activated ourselves, we're called to activate others. We're called to activate others. In fact, one of the things I've discovered is that when you activate others, when you focus on activating others, you will, get, you will keep activated. Whenever you turn your focus away from yourself alone and you start focusing on others, you get activated. You know, Proverbs 11.25 talks about the fact that the person who waters will also be watered himself. So let's quickly do it. Um, activate our world. So we are called to be world activators. There are people all around us who are going through some downtimes now, some who are dormant in different things, either because of Corona, because of all the other uh, things happening in our society. A lot has happened, racial stuff, all this stuff, you know, economic downturn, recession, all these things going on, political stuff and all that. A lot of people are down. A lot of people are shut off or shut down. And God has called us not only to be activated ourselves, but also to be Activators of all this, all this. Say after me or type it in and say, I am, I am a world activator. So we're called to join God in activating our world. We're called to wake God up to the awareness of our God. So I want to just share with you very quickly some awesome opportunities, and I believe that you will connect with one or two of them, some awesome opportunities um, you know that you can that God is making available right now because of everything that is going on, where you can become an activator of other people, from the story of Paul and Barnabas after they were released, and then we will, we will, we will close with that. Amen. So I want to talk about to you about seven categories of people waiting activation right now, and how you can get involved with them. Okay. So the first one, so in Acts chapter 13, after Paul and the, Paul the Apostle and Barnabas the Apostle, when they were released, like we studied last week, they were released to go forth. They began to travel from nations to nations. Their goal was to go and just bring people to Christ, activate people, and you will see how they were doing. it. So the first set of people, the first set of opportunities that we have uh, to be world activators in our world right now is my point number one, which is activate the seekers. Activate the seekers. Now, what do I mean by that? One of the things I've discovered is that as a result of the things that have happened over the past few months, and if you've been you know, studying some of the statistics, you discover that there are a lot of issues going on right now privately in people's lives. It's always been there, but those things are even more magnified now because of the lockdown. There are a lot of mental health issues. There are a lot of relational issues. In fact, I was reading uh, stat, uh, statistics uh, from KFF. It says that it said the COVID-19 pandemic and the resulting economic recession have negatively affected many people's mental health and created new barriers for people already suffering from mental illness and substance abuse disorders. So it said in their tracking poll, they discovered that 53% of adults in the United States reported that their mental health has been negatively impacted due to worry and stress and fear over the coronavirus. They said this was significantly higher than 32% in March. So it, there was a jump the first time that they, 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 they asked this question. So they said a lot of things. The way people are coping with it, they said people, uh, 36% they are coping with it with sleeping. A lot of you have been sleeping a little bit more, you know? <laughs> Sleeping, 32% coping with eating. And then, increase in alcohol consumption and substance abuse, 12%. Increase, uh, uh, like worsening chronic conditions. Like people have chronic conditions in their bodies and all that, that have worsened, 12%, due to worry and stress. So it goes on and goes on and keeps, uh, keeps talking about what people are turning into to deal with this at this time. But, you see, one of the things that I've seen is that whenever uh, things like that are happening, it's an opportunity for us to be able to reach people. It's an opportunity for us to be able to activate people. Amen. So, the first set of people that I want you to notice as we leave this service today, as, you know, in your house, as you're watching me, or wherever you are, for you to pay attention to is the fact that there are people who are actually seeking for answers at this time. You go on social media, you will see it. You go to, you know, you see people are reaching out for something. They just want somebody to speak a word or somebody to share something with them or somebody to just give them hope. And that's the first thing that Paul and Barnabas encounter. Let's quickly look at it in Acts chapter 13 from verse 8. Uh, from, uh, Acts chapter 13 from verse, from verse 4. Acts chapter 13. Let, let's, let's quickly look at that from verse 4. They said the two of them, after they send them out, The two of them, sent on their way by the Holy Spirit, went down to Seleucia and sailed from there to Cyprus. Verse uh, 5. When they arrived at Salamis, they proclaimed the word of God in the Jewish synagogue. John was there with them as their helper. Verse 6. They traveled through the whole island until they came to Paphos. There they met a Jewish sorcerer and a false prophet named Bar-Jesus. Now look at this. Who was an attendant of the proconsul, Sergius Paulus, the proconsul, an intelligent man, sent for Barnabas and Saul because he wanted to hear the word of God. The translation says because he sought to hear the word of God. He wanted to hear the word of God. An intelligent person, you know, he wanted to hear the word of God. I just wanted to tell you right now that in activating your world, the first categories of people that we need to focus on and look in our circle People, they are intelligent. You know them at work. You know them everywhere. They're very smart people. But they, right now, everything that has happened right now has opened them up to what they were not open to before. They're open to a conversation that they were not open to before. They're open to a conversation. And if you are able, if you are able to start conversation and be able to, you know, give it or have the discussion in a faith-focused way you know that was a kingdom focused way you will be able to reach certain people if you can turn your social media into a discussion that seekers can you know seekers can read what is on social media or watch what is on your social media and it can it can allow them to be able to have more conversations right you will see that you will begin to activate some part of your of the segment of your world of where god has put you i just want you to think about that because some people may be coming to your mind right now That, you know, yeah, I think I know some people that are more open. They are more open to church right now. They are more open to God right now. They are more open to prayers right now. They are more open to reconciliation. They are more open to the kingdom generally right now. A lot of people are more open to training. They are more open to different things. Think about them. Those are opportunities for you to activate as we go into this process of activating your world. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go to number two. I call it activate the similar. Activate the similar. The similar. What do I mean by that? So when you're talking about activating your your world, you look for the seekers. Seekers. People that they are hungry. They want answers. You know, the devotionals that we send out, the prayers that we have, all these kind of things, you send it to them. You know, you do whatever because they are seeking for something. They are asking you for something. Now the second one is activate the similar. So there was a strategy that Paul Paul the Apostle and um, Barnabas, you know, used. Whenever they got to any city, the first place they would go is that they would go to the synagogue. Guess what the synagogue significa? They were Jewish people. Paul and Barnabas were Jews, right? So, they were bringing a gospel that started from Jerusalem, right? To, that was going to go to Judea, Samaria, to the uttermost part of the earth. So, when they got to a new nation, even though they were sent to the Gentiles, when they got to a new nation, they would first go to people that were a bit similar to them. People that they had some commonalities with. And that's where they usually start. Let's look at some examples of that. Acts chapter thirteen, verse one. Uh, so Acts um, thirteen, verse forty-two. Let's read verse forty-two. Acts. He said, "As Paul and Barnabas were leaving the synagogue, the people invited them to speak further about these things on the next Sabbath." Verse forty-three. When the, when the congregations was dismissed, many of the Jews and the devout converts to Judaism. This is, they were not Christians. Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas we we'll talk with them and urge them to continue in the grace of God. So their first set of converts were people that were similar to them. So when you're talking about activating your world, you need to think, who are people that are similar to me? And similarity is in many dimensions. So there's similarity in terms of life experiences. Maybe people who are married, just like you are married. Maybe people who are single, just like you are single. Maybe people who are in the same profession, the same career as you are. Maybe people who have gone through certain things that you have gone through. Maybe people who, you know, you just, you just keep on meeting, in, you know, you live in the same neighborhood or you live around or you whatever. They, they, just, they just have certain similarities to you, right? That's the beginning. That's not the end, but that's a place where you can start to activate your world. I've discovered that when I when I can talk, you know, with people that I have things in common with, I tend to be able to connect, to be able to impact them, right? To to be able to to be a person who activates people, to be a person who activates your world, you have to learn to leverage similarities, age, the same age, you know, people who are around the same age. They, they tend to want to listen to one another. Sometimes it's the same gender. You know, sometimes, you know, it's you know, the same. Just some kind of demographic um, similarities. People tend to want to listen to, uh, to, to people who are very similar to them. So that's a second way that you can be part of activating your world. So think about it. You know, your action point for that is to so think about it. What are some people who are similar to me right now? Or who are going through similar experiences that I have gone through? right, who that, if I, if I look at them, I can, I can have some commonalities with them, that's your second uh, category of people, candidate of people that you can activate, and that's what Paul and Barnabas showed us. Can I get an amen if you guys are getting what I'm talking about? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The next one, activate the sidelined. Activate the sidelined, the sidelined, people that have been sidelined separated. So, so, first of all, Paul and Barnabas, they looked for seekers. I mean, I, I believe I'm not preaching to the wrong audience. Those of you watching me are here. You guys want to make an impact in the world, right? Yeah, yeah. Remember one of the mission of City Light, one of the aspects of the mission of City Light is make a difference, right? Yeah. So, that's what we're, we're dealing with right now. So, So, Paul, they went to the seekers. They were very of people that were seeking, and they went. They preached to that guy, and that guy gave his life. They faced some opposition there, but that guy gave his life, you know, to Christ, you know, that was seeking. Then they went to the similar. They go to the synagogue and talk to the Jewish people and all that, and then they converted some of them. They activated some of them. They were dead in sin. They activated them into the kingdom of God, into the purpose of God. Then the third thing that I saw that they would do is that they would go to people who have been sidelined. Now, do you know the most sidelined people In the history of the Bible, in Bible history, they are called the Gentiles. The Gentiles. In fact, the very word Gentiles means people who are far away from God. People who do not know God. So, the Old Old Testament, you will see that it was focused on the Jewish nation. In the Old Testament, it was the Jewish nation. And the reason was because God called a man called Abraham and told him that, I'm going to raise you up and I'm going to build a family through you that is going to restore what happened, what we lost through Adam. But I'm going to build up a family through you. But listen, don't, get, uh, don't let it enter into your head that it's only about your family. He said, because through you, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Amen. From the very beginning, he told him that through you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And that was God, when God called Abraham, he had the entire world in his mind. But he just needed to start from somewhere. And that's an encouragement I want to give to somebody who is watching me right now on listening, or listening or in this auditorium. Please start from where you are. Amen. You know, even God started from where he was. God, didn't jump to the entire world. He started from finding a man. Maybe God has called you to do something. Maybe there's something in front of you right now, this week, and you don't even know where to start from. Find out what you can do now and focus on doing that because out of that thing that you are doing now, every other thing will come out of it. Tell your neighbor, start from where you are right now. Start from where you are right now. Remember, so um, was it, uh, baby, was it um, like two weeks ago, a week ago, so I, I, I'm a list writer, so I write a lot of lists. I write lists every day, list and cross, list, 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 list. That's how I control my life and keep saying. So, so basically I wrote the list of um, all the different things that um, we're supposed to do from, uh, you know, City Light Church, you know, of course, Family, to Glow Church, Leading Line Network and all that. And It's like I just, the whole list was there and I told my wife, I don't even know where to start from. You know, I said, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start from. So, I now, so I, that night, I kept, I, I, I slept, and then I, you know, relaxed and all that. So, I woke up, This said, is that what you've been teaching people, right? How do you teach people? The law of use, right? Use what you have. I says, so what are the things in front of you? And the first thing he told me was, number one, um, the, the reopening of the City Light Church. He said, focus on the reopening of the City Light Church first, Make sure it is done. Make sure it is done excellently. And then the second one comes up. And the third one comes up. But he just redirected me, me back to that thing of focusing on what is in front of you now. Right? And then when you do that, other things will come. So maybe you are in the state I was. That state of confusion, there are so many things. The question is that what is in front of you right now? What is that thing that needs to be done right now? Focus on that one, and then the next thing is going to come. The next thing is going to come, because that's how God did it when it comes to reaching the world. He just focused on getting Abraham. And then from Abraham, he moved to Isaac, and then he moved to Jacob, and then he moved to Joseph, and then he moved to the 12 tribes of Israel, and then you he, know he you know, uh, they went into Egypt. Then he took them away from Egypt. And then they became tribes that started growing. And then they continued. And then they continued until heart of one of the tribes, they brought Jesus. And then Jesus was here focused on just the Jewish people. A few Gentiles would come to him for him to pray for them. He would pray for them. You know, like the, you know that woman that, you know, he said, uh, that, that, that wanted her daughter to be healed. You know, Jesus would do that. But Jesus kept on saying, I'm sending you all to the uttermost part of the earth. And when the apostle came, they focused on Jerusalem. And eventually, through Paul, Paul, through Peter, the Gentiles were reached, and that's how the whole world was reached. So we need to, follow, to also follow the same thing when it comes to our life, because that's how our God works. So what do I mean by the sideline, the Gentiles? Let's, because of our time, let's quickly look at it in, uh, in, in Acts, chapter, Acts chapter 13 from verse 46 to 49, the next set of people that we can activate the sideline. So then Paul and Baptist answered them boldly, we have to speak the word of God to you first, talking to the Jews, you right? The Jews, first of all, say we have to speak the word of God to you, Jews first. The similar, right? Focus on the similar. Since you reject it and do not consider yourself worthy of eternal life, we now turn to the Gentiles. We now turn to what? We now turn to the Gentiles. Look at look at what it says. Verse forty-seven. For this is what the Lord has commanded us. I have made you a light for the Gentiles, that you may bring salvation to the ends. Of the earth. When the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and they honored the word of the Lord, and all who were appointed to eternal life believed. So, in other words, they turned to the sideline. How many of you know that in our society right now, in our world, there are a lot of people that have been sidelined? There are a lot of people that have been sidelined. There are people that are on the margins, as I call them. There are people that are on the margins, people that nobody really want to talk to them, the homeless people, the, you know, Sometimes it's people that have gone through disaster, doing different things, or people that they're just not socially acceptable, right? They're not the kind of people that you, they're not similar to you. They're not the kind of people that you would normally go to and reach or talk to on social media or do whatever or invite to small groups or do any one of those things. They are sidelined, and you know some of them. Some people have been sidelined within your family. Some people have been ostracized. Some people, they don't have anybody talking to them anymore. They focus on the and they became effective in their ministry of activating the world. So I want to encourage you also that that's a place where you can focus on. Let's go to number four very quickly. Number four, activate the seated or the sick. I'll tell you what I mean by that. Activate the seated. Oh, sorry, the the skeptics. Oh, thank you, guys. Activate the skeptics. I was jumping ahead of myself. Activate what? The skeptics. So they went for the seekers Right, come on, repeat it after me, the seekers, Seekers. uh, the similar, Similar. the sidelined, then the skeptics. So, when you become an activator for God, you are definitely going to meet people who want to listen to you, but you are going to meet skeptics. You are going to meet skeptics. People that don't believe in that experience, they don't believe in God, they don't believe in your experience, they don't believe, if everything that has happened right now has made some people seekers but has also made some people skeptics. I'm telling you, what has happened this year has made some people skeptics. Even Christians, believers, and all that, even those who are non-believers or pre-believers, has made it, created a lot of skeptics, as much as it has created a lot of seekers. But we're also supposed to reach the skeptics. So that's what Paul and Barnabas did. Let's quickly read that. In Acts chapter 14, verse 1 to 4, they went for the skeptics too. At Iconium, Paul Barnabas went as usual to the Jewish synagogue where they spoke so effectively that a great number of Jews and Greeks believed, verse 2, and the Jews who refused to believe stirred up other Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brothers. Amen. They poisoned their mind against the brothers. Let's go on. So Paul and Barnabas, they didn't give up. They spent considerable time there speaking boldly for the Lord who confirmed the message of his grace by enabling them to perform signs and wonders. And that's really the purpose of signs and wonders. You see, signs and wonders begin to show when we confront people who are skeptics to the power of God. You understand? They are skeptics to that experience and all that. That's when the power of God begins to show in your life. So the opportunities to activate our world right now includes a lot of skeptics. And you know them because you meet them at work. You know some of them. You see them on social media. They don't they don't tr- they don't they don't trust anything anymore they don't trust trust government they don't trust church they don't trust any institution any longer they don't they just don't trust they're just skeptical about it you know, they are skeptical amen about the faith about everything we are called to reach out to the skeptics too amen let's go to the next one activate the the seated or the sick number five the sick or the seated so where Paul and Barnabas were we're ministering to all the other categories of people. They came to this place called Iconium, sorry, Lystra, right? They came to this place called Lystra, and they met a particular man there who, let's, let's see the description. He said in Lystra, there sat a man who was lame, who was lame. He was seated down, he was lame, he was bent down, he, had, he was sick. It's a kind of sickness, right? He had been that way from birth and had never walked. That's what I mean by the seated, the you know, the, the, the sick or the seated. He had never walked. Look at what he did, verse 9. He listened to Paul as he was speaking. Paul looked directly at him. You see, we need to start paying attention to people that have been bowed low in our society. Either because, this one, it was not his fault that he was lame, right? He was lame from birth, right? There are certain people that have gone through certain things in our lives, in our families, right? Or in our world right now, that it's not their fault, but they are, they are bowed low. They cannot rise up as other people are rising up. They cannot do certain things that other people are doing. Some of the privileges that we have right now, they do not have that privilege. Not because of a fault of their own, but because of what has happened to them. We are also called to activate those people. We are called to reach such people. Right. And God will bring in this set of people to your mind. you meet some of them, you know, or you, they, somebody will introduce some of them. To, they've been bowed down. They might be, have been bowed down by sickness, bowed down, you know, by in financial stuff, bowed down from, you know, their, their background, whatever has happened to them. But they are just not there. They just bowed down. They are seated. They are sick in their spirit, in their soul, in their bodies. We have been called to activate them. And the grace of God is available for us to do that. So we go for them. Look at what Paul, all that Paul had to do. Look at verse, uh, verse. Paul looked directly at him and, and saw that he had faith to be healed. Verse 10, verse 10 quickly. And he called out, stand up on your feet. And at that, the man jumped up and began to, the man jumped up and began to walk. They activated him. He had been sitting down there since he was born. Come on, I pray for everybody watching me right now online at home and in this place right now. I declare that God is releasing the anointing upon you to begin to activate those who are down, those who are bowed, oh, those who have been held down for a long time, those who have been held down by certain things since they were born. God is calling us to be deliverers for the depressed, for the oppressed, in the name of Jesus, to comfort those who mourn in Zion to give beautiful ashes, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, the brokenhearted. God has called us to lift people out of their despair, out of their hopelessness. God has called us to do that. We have been called to be light in our world, light in our world, light in our city. Our city is going through a lot right now. A lot of people are bowed down because violence has has affected them. A lot of people are bowed down right now because coronavirus has affected them. A lot of people are bowed down because of the racism and the discord that is in our society. Oh, some people, their businesses have been destroyed. Oh, a lot of things have happened. People are just in that state. But God is calling us that, you know, I want you to be my hand. I want you to be a part of my show. I want you to begin to show them my hand as I walk through you. I want you to activate your world. I want you to activate your world. And you don't need to activate the entire city. You just need to look within your own sphere. You need to look within your own world, where you work and where you live and all that, and activate those who are around you and those that I will bring across to you. Those I will bring across you on a day-to-day basis or that will reach out to you. Focus on them and activate them. Because that's what I've called you to do. We're called to activate those who are bowed down, those who are seated, and those who are sick. Because of time, let me move on to the next one. I have, I think I have two more, right? Two more. The next one, the sleeping or the slain. Everybody say the sleeping or the slain. You know, this, is, this is a way. So, listen, let me just look at me, everybody. Those of you here, those of you online, watch me also. You can see me. <laughs> amen. Listen, sometimes, even you as an activator, you as an activator, you find yourself that you need activation. Yes, amen. You just wonder that you too need activation because something just happened and then you find yourself. Either the devil got you down. If you have worked with God for some time, you discover that you have seasons of your life is like, The attacks of the devil coming against you. And then you that used to talk to other people, you also need encouragement. That is why relationships are important. You must always make sure that there are people around you who can lift you up when you are down. I tell people, make sure you have at least four people that are around you or three to four people that are around you that will do what those friends did to that man. Remember that man that was was paralyzed, that his friend took him up to the roof, broke down the roof and put him before Jesus. I said, if you want to be successful in life, if you want to last in life, make sure you have at least three to four people that, in case you become paralyzed spiritually or in any way, they will break down anyone to to Jesus. They will intercede for you to get you to Jesus. Make sure you have those kind of people around you because you are going to need them. Now, where did I see that? Activate the slave. Look at what happened. Paul, the activator, Acts chapter 14, verse 19. Paul, the activator, after preach. Jews came from Antioch. Antioch, where he, was, where he was sent, sometimes your biggest enemy is going to come from where you come from. You understand what I'm saying? Where he had that Holy Spirit experience and he was sent out, right? To go and preach the word. They came from there and followed them. Look at what they did. They came from Antioch and they won the crowd over. Then they stoned Paul. And dragged him outside the city, thinking he was dead. They stoned him. Bleeding. Lying down. Dead. The activator needed activation. The activator needed activation. I don't know if you've been there before. I've been there. Amen. The activator needed activation. But look at what happened. Thank God for believers. Verse 20. 20. Thank God for believers. But after the disciples had gathered around him. Listen, you need some people to gather around you. That is why the small groups new semester that we're starting this Sunday is very crucial. You need some people gathered around you. Amen. You need some people gathered around you that in case you're down, they lift you up. They resuscitate you. They reactivate you. You cannot survive on your own. You are not designed to survive on your own. As long as I've got Jesus, I don't need nobody else. It's not a scriptural statement. Jesus says you need other people. You need other people. You need other people around yourself, around your marriage, around your calling. You need those who are watching over you when you are sleeping. You need those who are praying over you when you are when you, when you you cannot pray. You need those who will come when you're falling down. They will lift you up and say, come on, you can do it because you were slain, because you were stoned by the devil. Because it got you. Does not mean that is the end. Come on, rise up again because the journey is still long. The journey is still long. Your mission is not fulfilled Your mission it's not fulfilled yet. God told you you are going to the ends of the earth, and your journey is not stopping right now. Come on, rise up. There's a new, there's something else that God wants you to do. I need you around me, my wife, and I, we need you. I need, I need your prayers. I need your prayers. I need your intercession. I need you to cover me. I need you to pray for me. I need you if you feel that I'm done. To encourage me, because I will keep on encouraging you. I made up my mind to be an activator, but I want to tell you that I also need activation. The same for you too. Make up your mind to be an activator, but make sure that you have people around you that can activate you when you are slain and when you are down. So I want you to just think about it right now. That's another opportunity. Who are some people within within your circle? They were strong and they were on fire. Right, they were the one, and When we were entering this year, they were the one that they were going to change the whole world. They were going to change the whole world. They were going to do this and all that. But during coronavirus, they got to a point the devil stoned them. He stoned them with thoughts. He stoned them with distractions. He stoned them with all kinds of stuff. He was throwing the stone. And now they are lying down there. They are alive, but they are walking dead. Because they, they are not walking in that purpose. They are not walking in that, in that thing that God has given them any longer. What do you need to do? You don't condemn them. What you do, what do you do? You activate them. Look at it. But after the disciples had gathered around him, he got up. He was activated. He got up and he went back into the city. Let me tell you something. If you had been there, maybe I am the one activating you right now. I want to tell you: go back. To- Go back. Maybe you are watching me at home right now and you've been locked down inside the house and you you don't have any key. You don't have anything. You're just there because of fear. I don't want to step out because of that. Maybe this word is for you. Get out and go into the city. Get out and go into the city. Do whatever you need to protect yourself or whatever, but get out and do what God has called you to do. Don't lie down there and just say, oh no, 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 no. I can't do anything. Maybe this is the call of God to you. I love Paul. He went back to what he was doing. He didn't quit. The next day, He and Barabbas left for them. They continued the mission that God gave them. Even though, you know, he was slain, he was resurrected. He continued the mission. Come on, say after me, everybody watching. I'm ready to continue my mission. The church was knocked down a little bit, but we're not knocked out. We are ready to continue our mission. Light upon the city. Light upon the nation, leading light everywhere, in every sphere of influence. That is the assignment that was given to us when we were laid hands upon, like Acts chapter 13. And that is what we are going to keep on doing. We are reactivated. We are reactivated. Oh, come on, I need some some encouragement from my audience. My last point for today, point number seven. This is general. activate the saints, the saints the, or the saved, the saints or the saved. So Paul, the apostle, I'm going to repeat my point quickly. Today, the title of my message is Activate Your World. We've all been called to be world activators. We're supposed to activate the people around us because a lot of people are dormant right now and going through different things. The beginning, activate the seekers. Point number one, activate the seekers. There are people that are actually looking for answers. Find a way to reach them. Activate them. They will come to you. Amen. Number two, activate the similar. Look for people that are similar to you that you have some commonalities with. And then reach out to them and activate them. Number three, activate the sidelined. There are people who have been sidelined in our world right now. Currently, they've been sidelined. Nobody, nobody's talking to them. They are isolated in one way or the other. Activate the sideline. And then number four, activate the skeptics. There are people who are skeptical. They are very skeptical about things right now. Just like Corona created seekers. It also created skeptics. It created skeptics. And we are being called to activate the skeptics. Number five, activate the sick or the seated. That man was lame at his feet. But Paul the apostle spoke to him and they reactivated him. And then activate the sleeping or the This one also, make sure that you allow yourself to have people around you that can activate you. Should, should you ever get into that point where you've been stoned and then you are sleeping or you are slain, people that can wake you up. And listen, when you're activated, get back into what you were doing. Go back into the city. Continue your assignment, because that is what God has called you to do, no matter what has taken place. And then my final point is activate the saints. So when Paul the apostles, Paul, Paul and Barnabas went out, they had all these experiences. You know what they did? Then they would stop with some, some believers, those who are already believers. Already they would go and start sharing stories of activation with them. And those people will get more activated. Let's look at it. In Acts chapter 14 from verse 21 to 28. Acts 14 from 21 to 28. They preached the gospel in that city. And they won a large number of disciples. But then it is, they returned to Lystra, where they had been before. Hyconium and Antioch, where they were sent out from. Strengthening the disciples. And encouraging them to remain true to the faith. We must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God, they said. Hallelujah. Continue. Paul and Barnabas appointed elders for them in each church, and with prayer and fasting committed them to the Lord, in whom they had put their trust. After going to Pisidia, they came into Pamphylia, verse 25, and when they had preached the word in Perga. They went to Antioch. they kept on going from Antioch. they sailed back to Antioch, where they had been committed to the grace of God, for the work they had now completed. And arriving there, they gathered the church together, and reported all that God had done through them, and how God had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. And look at what happened, they stayed there a long time with the disciples, right, they stayed there a long time with the desire. You see, one of my models, like people ask me, who is your hero? Papa Christ, my hero in the Bible is Paul. I just love this. This was his first missionary journey. But look at what they did. They went through all those kind of people, but they returned back to the people that sent them. So they share the testimony to re-encourage other people. This is what I want to tell you. In activating the saint, or reactivating the saint, right, or activating the saint, basically, it's time for you to open up and let your stories come out. What God has done during this coronavirus for you. To share it with somebody in the small groups. To share it when we are recording testimonials and other, to share it. To share your story with other people to encourage them. Because you don't know what God is going to use to activate somebody. Yeah. It might be something that you went through that you overcome, right? Go back to the people. Come, you know, the, go to the people and share the story of what God has been doing in your life. Listen, if you follow this and you are always aware of. Of people, you will truly become a world activator, and that's what we have been, what we have been called to be—a city light. We have been called to activate our city, to activate our world. Were you blessed today? Those of you watching online, those of you here, come on, let's rise up on our feet I want to quickly—I want to pray. I just want to pray for everybody here and everybody watching online. Oh, if you could lift up your hand, oh, in the name of Jesus, come on, everybody, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's just all pray together. Let's pray right now, based on what we are heard today. Let's pray for full activation. And also pray that we become activators. Come on, pray wherever you are. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Full activation. Full activation. Full, come on, lift up your voices. It's been a while that we pray together like this. So let the voices resound to heaven. You know, I want you to show the audience to those who are watching online, as they are lifting up their hands in this opportunity Yeah, very good. Come on, lift up your hands right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Come on, pray in the spirit right now. pray through the mask. Amen. In the name of Jesus, we just pray right now. Oh, Lord, for the mission that you have called us to from the very beginning. Lord, we commit ourselves to that mission to be city activators, to be world activators. Oh Lord, you have you have called us to this city, you have called us to the nations, you have called us into different spheres of influences. Oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray for we pray that we become activators. We pray that we become activators. Help us, Lord, to be able to see the seekers and activate them, to be able to skeptics and activate the similar all those people that we have talked about today that Paul the Apostle and Barnabas focused on. Thank you for stories of activated saints. Lord, as we're listening right now, people are getting activated. Lord, I pray for everybody under the sound of my voice here in the auditorium and outside. Those who are watching from anywhere, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus right now for activation. Let people begin to rise up out of whatever has held them down in the name of Jesus. And let everyone become an activator in the name of Jesus. We will activate our world. We will touch our world. Our world will recover from this pandemic. All the church will advance. The glory of God shall be seen. The God show shall continue. The purpose of God shall be fulfilled. And we will complete our work. We will complete our work and assignment. Thank you, precious Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank you for releasing the anointing over everybody right now. For activation and to be us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Maybe you are watching me right now and you have not made Jesus the Lord of your life. or you are here, this is a good opportunity for you to just commit yourself to Jesus. It's very simple. Jesus is already waiting for you. He sent this word to you. Like that man that was lame at his feet heard the voice of Jesus, the voice of Paul, and was activated. The same way, you, you have inside of you the potential to become a child of God. And as you hear my voice right now, just rise up on your feet and become a child of God simply by calling upon Jesus to come into your heart and just making Him your Lord. Say, I make you Lord over my life. Pray that simple prayer, I make you Lord over my life. I surrender myself to you. Lord Jesus, accept me as your child. Accept me, and he will accept you. He said, nobody who comes to him, he will not cast out. He has died for you. And maybe you're a believer watching me right now. You have gone back from your faith. You are no longer as on fire as you used to be. Or maybe you are backsliding in one way or the other. This is a time to come back to God. This is time to come back. Just say, Lord, I return to you. And you will see, just like it was for the prodigal son, he's going to be there for you. He's going to bring you right back. And he's going to tell you, just continue. He's going to have a party over you in the precious name of Jesus. Jesus. Thank you for healing people everywhere right now. Thank you Lord for raising people everywhere they are right now. Thank you for releasing your anointing for their needs, for the needs of your people this week in the name of Jesus. Thank you for supplying all our needs. Thank you for continual protection. Thank you for continual covering. Thank you, Father, for joy everywhere. I pray for everybody here right now and all the things that they they, 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 they have in their mind, that they are doing, the vision, the dreams, the works that they are doing. Thank you, Father, Lord, for perfect covering. Thank you for divine provision. Thank you for divine guidance. Come on, reach out right now as you are watching me and receive whatever is going on in your life right now, whatever you need God for, whether you need God for healing, whether you need God for direction, God for just whatever it is. Receive it right now. Receive God right now and see him manifested in your week. See him manifested in your life. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. We pray. Amen. Come on, let's celebrate God in the name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to the Glow Podcast. We trust see we're blessed and inspired. For more contents from Dr. Land, visit our website at www.pastorland.com and follow at Pastor Land on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Keep glowing. See you next time.